0: You're tuned into Let's Talk Life XL with Shantae Gamble on Mixed Talk Radio. The most chill internet radio station in Houston. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. We are continuing with the series, Redefining Success. We've been talking a lot about serving leadership um, and what does success really look like? Because, you know, social media will paint these pictures of success when really it's either the finished product of success or a copied version of success. Well, somebody did and they took those principles and applied it and it worked for them. But what if that doesn't work for you? What then? What does success look like for you in your life? And that's going to be different. So I'm excited because I have a brand new guest in the studio. And y'all know I love when they introduce themselves. So welcome. Please introduce yourself.
1: Hey, 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 hey. Um, My name is Andrea Wilson. I am owner of Forever Yours Creations, LLC. I specialize in all custom cake, decor, uh, mobile dessert bars you name it i am a one-stop shop
0: now that is the truth y'all it's it's almost <laughs> like you need to respect we got we need to redefine truth it is the truth with the with an <laughs> f on the end y'all i bought some of her products her baked goods and y'all i did a live just to eat another cupcake I did a whole lot just to eat a cupcake and tell people, like, look, you should go and definitely invest in uh, her services. So tell me about it. What got you into baking?
1: Wow. So my business, I've had my business for 11 whole years. Um, Before, when it first started, I was on maternity leave with my youngest son. And I also have had a career with Home Depot for over 15 years that I ended last September. Uh, to be full-time entrepreneur. Um but what got me started was it was Mother's Day, and I just wanted to do like a nice little tablescape for my mother and my mother-in-law at the time. Um, so I went and baked cupcakes for the first time. never baked before, never had showed any interest in it. It was just, and I mean, the table looked really nice. So I was like, oh okay, all right. So um I was bored on maternity leave. I, I'm used to moving around. And I was just sitting at home with my child, and I got bored, and I started getting creative. So I started making cupcakes. Um, I started doing gift baskets. My guest bedroom was pretty much completely full of just all kind of little knickknacks and stuff to fill baskets. And eventually that turned into me going to get my DBA. My best friend came up with my business name, and I was still working at Home Depot. So I was still moving up the ladder at Home Depot, but I was doing this on the side. I started doing weddings, you name it. And I've had some some bumps in the road where, you know, my company, my job would take over my time. So even though I was investing in my business, I didn't have as much time for it. So there's many times throughout these whole 11 years where Forever Years Creations was just on the back, you know, on the back burner. Um, but recently, within the past two years, I picked it back up. And then that's when I finally came to the conclusion, um, I think God's trying to tell me to quit my job. Hello. So I quit my job uh, last last September, and it was probably the best decision I would have could have ever made.
0: I love it. I'm all here for it, and you know it's just amazing because one thing you cannot buy or get back is time. And mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people out there that are listening that you know have their you know passion as a business and I I used to hate when people like oh is that a hobby like no it's not a hobby just because I can't do it you know dedicate it uh full time doesn't mean it's a hobby and for those listening just because you can't dedicate all of your time to this doesn't mean it's a hobby or it's less significant just like in um Andrea's story there are times where you have to make a decision, you know, and you know, when that decision is for you. Cause the next question will be, you know, is, well, how do I know? How do I know if that's my move? You will know. And it's, you know, what I've been reflecting on this week is not all good decisions are easy to make or feel good after you make them. So sometimes you have to walk away in confidence knowing that, Hey, Whatever decision this is that I have made, it will pan out the way it's supposed to pan out. Sometimes, like, what if it don't go right? What if it does? You know, just watching you from the outside, you know, looking in, it's been amazing and empowering, you guys. I've watched her, you know, sell her products and then expand to offering classes.
1: So tell us about the classes real quick. We need to know. So there, there's a lot behind the classes, um, and to try to shorten it up, I will definitely, I want to say that within the past, um, what, 10 months now? I feel like 10 months, 11 months, somewhere from there, I've grown closer to God. With my journey with that, it has brought on a lot of things out of me that I didn't know I had. Um, biggest thing is letting go of being in control. I've always been in control. I've always thought I was in control of everything. I was boss this. I I listen, if, if something happened, oh no, I got it. Let me figure it out. Now that I am in this place in my life where God is completely in control. Whenever I'm lacking, I'm talking to him now. I'm not trying to figure it out for myself. So fast forward from that, I'm all self-taught with my cake business. Everything that I have learned from piping on a d on a cup on a cupcake to baking a three-tier cake, I've learned all that on my own. Um, And the biggest thing that I struggled with when it came to cakes was my confidence level. So with my confidence level, you know, people can't really give you confidence. That's something that comes, that's internal, right? By people in my, you know, my family, and stuff, not being bakers, I had to gain that confidence on my own. And the biggest way to gain it is to practice. Focus on your craft, you know? And I wanted to be able to give those gifts to somebody else who needs it. So that's where the classes came from. I wanted to be able to inspire other potential bakers, you know, whether they're 16 or they're 45, who inspire to bake cakes or decorate cakes, but just don't have the confidence. And I mean, yeah, we have all of these YouTube videos, we have all this stuff for free online, but there's nothing like having on hands class experience and it's not going to break your pockets. Everybody can't afford to go to school. Everybody can't afford that. So that's where the classes came from. And then also on top of the classes, I want to be able to inspire people and tell them about how good God's been in my life. You never know who needs to hear your story.
0: Y'all, when she said control okay here come my transparency but y'all know I almost <laughs> ran out this studio she saw the face I made she saw it but because it's true you know and before we jump into that and unpack that business confidence control all of that consistency well, let's talk about the three C's when we come back y'all we're gonna drop the mic y'all enjoy the songs coming up next you're tuned into Let's Talk Life Excel with Shantae Gamble on Mix
2: Talk, Talk Radio. The most chill internet radio station in Houston. I'm watching the ride And I wouldn't say I'm shocked Cause I'm hardly surprised This one's for the ride This one's for who knew i make it Just needed some time This one's for my wife Could've left a thousand times Just so by my side This one's for the grind I knew it would happen Just had the strength in my mind to the videos they thought I was a black guy mm, it's hard to get over I'm falling in this spot, but I'm fully devoted I don't take it for granted that the doors been open I knew I was different I knew I was chosen a breadwinner but I'm soft-spoken authentic like I'm 59 50 and there's no cat let's have a toast it out let's have a toast for the rest. European. less is more and less the bank, up the score, I pull up from trade, from the trade, I'm ballin' like trade, do what I can, I do what you can't, I wrote this 30,000 feet up, 10 toes stay would up, I'm tryna get the type of wealth like a house on the hills, can't see us, say the money's still me up, stay humble, stay teed up, I don't tell you how to live, so don't hit me with no weak stuff, and if you know the deal, then you know the deal, seven toes for the
0: Hey y'all, we're going to jump right back in the conversation. Before we left, we were talking about the three C's confidence, control and consistency. Now, all of these things are important because today's topic is the power of influence. Right. I know it took us a while to get there, but sometimes <laughs> you got to go the long way. To get to the point, right? We I know we want things short and quick, but it, you know life is not short and quick all the time. Especially when you're really trying to build something, there is always a process. And in that process, you know the first thing when it comes to the power of influence, we need to realize what that actually is: influence to be influential. And as an educator, I always tell my kids and say, "Hey, I see a leader in you, but I need you to know what to do with that." I said, because you could either lead people the wrong way or the right way. And we say wrong and right, but y'all know what I mean. You can lead people down a path that will empower them, um, have them self-aware, reflect, anything that makes them grow or move forward. Or you can lead people down a more darker path where they regress or they uh, fall back into old patterns or old ways, or they pick up mindsets that are not healthy for them. So when when it comes to influence and, making sure we we really identify the scope of influence. I'm not talking about being influential as far as in having thousands of followers and having that check next to your name. I'm talking about having the power to have a conversation with one person and help that one person make changes to benefit themselves and other people. I was just having a conversation the other day. I said, you know what? People get all caught up in numbers. What if you only have one person listening to your podcast? You don't know if that one person learned, turned around, told another one person. That one person learned, told another. But see, the thing is, you never know if that one person has the influence over millions. We don't think about that. What about the domino effect? When you saw the title, Power of Influence, what came to your
1: mind? What can I do to inspire someone else? We, ha- we have to have purpose in everything that we do. There has to be a purpose behind it. A lot of people, we get out here and we get excited about an idea and it's just like, oh, let me just run with it. That's going to bring me some coins. But when you're really trying to inspire somebody or influence somebody, it's, it's deeper than what you show on social media. It's deeper than, than you know, what you post. It's, it's really about how you walk, how you talk. You know what I mean? And that's how you, that's how I feel I inspire other people. It's going to be within my consistency. It's going to be within, you know, when you meet me, what feeling do you get from me? Do you get a cold feeling? Do you get a hot feeling? Am I warm? Am I welcoming? I pay a lot of attention to the way I do those things now more than ever, because there's people out there watching you that you don't even know that are watching you. You're influencing people that have not even spoken up about you influencing them. That's why it's so important. If you're going to do it, do it with purpose and do it the right way.
0: I love that she said the her power of influence is in her consistency, and that is a big thing. You be like, how? How is that true? Well, if I post, hey y'all, want y'all come shop in my store, and here I am, you know, I got motivational stuff on sale. But then when I'm posting, I'm just ranting and raving. I'm all over the place with my thoughts and my emotions, or my behavior that I'm displaying goes against what I'm marketing. That's not consistency. And I tell people all the time, hey, do your thing, live your life yo low yo low this thing but separate the two but I'm just saying it's in the consistency what are we doing is that matching what we're saying is that also matching how we're moving um I, and I really love what you said about what how do people feel in your presence one thing that I've been learning is to really own my own power right and I used to say oh I I that person makes me feel this way and I say you know what no I like the way I respond in that person's presence. How is my body responding to that person's energy, to that person's conversation with me, the way they're talking, the words that they are using? How am I responding? And I think when we keep some of our power, we have more power to give away than we're giving it to everybody, just subconsciously just giving our power away. You know, so you got to really make sure, how are you also being influenced? And, you know, for me, my power, I feel like when it comes to uh, the power of influence comes in my lack of control and my business confidence. And we've talked about business confidence on the show often because people don't really realize how important business confidence is. It's separate than self-confidence because you could think you'd a bomb diggity. But then when you go to sell a product. You're like, well, what do other people think? Will they, will they buy the product? Will they, they, will they like my flavors or the way I pipe? And it doesn't matter because your person is out there. Your people are out there. Now, when it comes to uh, the power of instilling humbleness in our ability to influence, how important do you feel that is, that combination
1: experiences will humble you alone. And that's why, you know, people get upset when they go through things and they go through storms with their business, but they have to realize that's, that's humbling because you're going to learn something out of every storm. If you actually pay attention to the, the issue, this entrepreneur life will humble you within itself because there's going to be times when you don't have money out of your pocket to go pay for supplies, or you don't, you don't, you know, you can, you see all these people on social media, and they're doing this. A lot of people don't show their struggle. They don't, they don't show their struggle. They just show you the highlight. And then we also have to humble ourselves when it comes to the different type of customers we're going to deal with, okay? Because you're going to have different type of customers. You're going to have the ones that are easygoing. You're going to have the ones that are, are pretty much making you go, through peaks and mountains just to get their business. You have to be humble in those situations. And pride plays a big part in it, too. You got to put your pride down. Girl, I had, to,
0: <laughs> I had to blow mine up. I had to set that joint on fire. I had to put my pride on the pit and smoke it. Like, I'm for real, y'all. Like, come on. Like, with your business, it's like a baby, right? And it, it could be sensitive. You're like, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Constructive criticism only you just and that's ego you want things you want people to do it your way take it your way and be happy with it but at the end of the day it's relationship going back to the top of the show when we were talking about control y'all I almost ran out of here because that's been my experience like it's business will humble you itself just in and of itself And when you put God in the mix, that's that's even more humbling because now you're switching from your way to his way. When it came to you in control, how did you release that so that you could see the progress you were trying to make and the level of influence you
1: wanted to have? How did you make that conversion? It's like it's what what you call the pruning uh, season of your life, because at that point when you have released control and you're telling God, "Okay, it's on you now. You know, he's going to start pruning you. He's going to start cutting off all that 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 brokenness, you know, anything. And it's, it, it comes within. Everything comes from within. You know, it's quick for us to say everything is external. This is how I look. I look happy, 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 happy. But how do you feel on the inside? What does that heart look like? And all that plays a big part in you releasing control to God because God is going to show you you in the process. You know what I'm saying? He's going to, you, you're going to start having a lot of self-conviction. He's going to put you in a place where you're going to feel alone because people are going to start dying off. People that did not need to be there in the first place. And all that is a part of giving control to God because you're no longer in control of the people that are around you. You're no longer in control of your bills. You know, he's in control of that stuff. So I, a part of what I've been doing is really just having those talks with him daily. And I don't mean those those little dear God, it's me. It's, hey God, what's up? That's my sugar daddy, my daddy, my homeboy. That's he's everybody. He's everything to me. So building that relationship with him is helping me to release control more and more as the months go by. To the point now where it's like if a bill's due and I don't have it, okay, God. You know, I'm I'm down here doing what you what you want me to do. I'm I'm walking in my purpose now. I need you to show up. It's okay to challenge God. You no, know he's gonna come through.
0: <laughs> well he says it in scripture, test it. Tested by the spirit. And, you know, y'all, I'll be honest, I, this this whole conversation is blessing me through and through y'all. Because it is very real. And you'll see influential people out there making moves and making progress, but you don't see the behind the scenes, the pruning season. That is hard. You want to know where people quit? It's in the middle. It's it's not even, you know what, I'm going a, I'm to a retract that. You know where people quit right before they win because they tired. So for all my tired people out there, I understand don't quit one more step. If you need to take that step and sit down, sit down, tell him, look, I need, I got to take a, I got to take a five real quick, but I love what you said. You know, you said he is my everything. And when we depend on him, we see greater progress than what we could do on their own. And I always tell people, you know, hey, you will not ever hear me say, I know my whole self through and through, because I don't want to know. I like finding out more about myself. I like the discovery process. It's not easy, because when he show you you, you can't lie to yourself. We can lie to everybody else. We can lie to we blew in the face. But it's one person you'll never be able to lie to. And y'all heard me say it. It's you. Try to tell you a lie. See how you feel. You wanna I've just said I'm just so frustrated. I'm I'm just so upset. Why? Cause you lying to yourself? You telling yourself you can't do it when you can You telling yourself to quit when you should keep going? What keeps you in this race, in this journey, on your path? My
1: strength. You know, I, I have become so much more stronger, but not on my own strength, but on God's strength. Um, this process and it's still I'm still in that process I feel like I'm still in it um, I haven't reached where I need to be yet strength will be one of them the confidence that I'm gaining me trusting in God more just, there's just so many things I could say, I say.
0: <laughs> well I mean I'm right there with you I understand you know it's it's one thing to um, be passionate about something, right? I think we could all find joy in getting excited in something we can do or really love to do. But to walk it out when it doesn't look like the vision you had or the vision you have, then that can be a little bit of uh, more of a test. And like you said, speaking from the current, you know, from the outside looking in, Do you really feel like you could have be here if you didn't have that level of just
1: faith in the beginning? Would you have a current? Mm -mm. No, Uh, everything that has happened within the past year for me, I give it all. I give it all thanks to God for it, because I feel like a year ago, like I said, I was I was in control of everything. So and I can honestly see a big change in my business alone within this past year of me giving it all to God. Your business is not your business. It's God's business. Those are seeds that he planted into us years ago for some, or maybe last week. But it's up to us to exercise and, and, and grow those seeds but we can't do it by ourselves. And I think this seed was planted in me 11 years ago. (laughs) And I can only imagine where it would be right now if I would have gave it to God back then. So just seeing my business grow, um, this process is well worth it. And like you said, you have to keep going. Keep going. The process is is not going to be easy. You're going to have those times when you're doubting yourself, but just keep going. Because usually when the tests keep coming, and they keep coming to the point where you're like, you just dodging them like dodgeball. That means your breakthrough is near. You just got to keep going.
0: And I love that. You know, I, I feel like that is so instrumental in really mapping out a realistic set of expectations is, you know, a lot of times we get frustrated that it's not going according to the plan, but it's not his plan. It's, it's our plan. When I look back, right. <laughs> and when you know, all hell broke loose in my life. I lost a lot of things. I lost businesses. When the dust settled, it was all gone. But when I picked back up and I heard the call and, you know, he said, it's time. Get back to it. I'm like, okay, I'm terrified. Like, well, what if, you know, the outcome is what happened the last time? And, you know, I just had to rephrase those what ifs and look back. up. Okay, well, so it failed. So what? But what did you gain? What have you developed along the way? And I didn't realize that I'm thinking the people are doubting me, but I've, I've gained more influence by going through the process. Now I can tell somebody else and they'll halfway believe me because <laughs> people, you know, half the time people don't care why they want to know how. And then guess what? All hell break, broke loose again. But guess what? When the dust settled, it was all still there. And Why? Because this time, I didn't try to make it all happen. Like you said, I gave over control. And when he asked me to come back and do it again, I said, okay, well, how do you want to do it? Right. So, you know, I encourage you guys, you know, when it gets tough and you're like, oh, I don't feel very influential. Just know that even going through your process is helping the next person. It's helping the people watching you. You are influencing them to keep going on with their lives. So I want us to redefine what success looks like. If you could encourage their listeners with one thing, what would you encourage them
1: with? Stay the course. And I could I could say that over and over again. Stay the course. The course, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. Um, you're going to have those moments when you're crying to yourself. You're going to have those dry weeks when there's no payments coming through. You're going to have those those times when customers, you know, every customer you come in contact with is, is a no-go. It doesn't go through. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have those moments but you have to stay the course find ways to be productive even in your slow seasons. you know find ways to plant seeds for your business when nothing's growing stay the course and get close to God because God is your bestie you know we we turn to everything else except for him and you got you have to have a relationship with him.
0: I love it. Now, I'm all here for that, y'all. I love that you guys stay the course. And I hope this episode of Redefining Success really showed you how influential you really might be. You know, take inventory, you know, and if it's if you're if it's your heart desire to help people through the things that you're struggling with, find ways to purposefully impact their lives. Before we go, you are part of the 2022 Catalyst for Change Award recipients. I'm excited.
1: I've never been a part of anything like this before at all. Um, and that's mainly because I had a career all these years. I didn't have time, but now I am excited. Um, I can't even speak on how I really feel because I haven't really walked through it yet. But just the, the thought of being a part of something so great, I'm excited. Y'all,
0: y'all come out and support her or share it for us. We're going to be hosting the 2022 Women Empowering Change Leadership Summit. This year's theme is Accelerate. Now, here's the deal here, people. Here's the deal. Now, we are not saying that as soon as you leave, things are just going to accelerate. We're giving you principles so that you do not delay the time because we do have to participate in our own progress. So we're giving out tips, skills, I mean, experiences, to help you accelerate in the areas of your life that you want to move forward that you want to gain progress in we have great leaders who have tons of stories that they are willing and ready to share and we're going to be awarding our 2022 catalyst for change recipients and one person will win 5 grand y'all <laughs> If you want to get tickets, you can go to www.wec is in cat, I-N-C. Y'all, y'all can tune in every Saturday at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time at www.mixtalkmedia.org. Shout out to Fluent Radio in Chicago. We are airing live every Saturday at 1 o'clock there as well. So shout out to Fluent Radio. All right. See y'all later. Bye, y'all.